Hello, and welcome to Living Life Squirrel, a podcast about living and loving life with ADHD. My name is Robin, and I am your host. I'm a woman who was diagnosed with ADHD at 39 after living most of my adult life not knowing I had the condition. This podcast is meant to dispel the myths about ADHD based on my own experience and what it feels like for me and looks like to my family and friends. This week, as the kids are settling into their routines at school, I wanted to talk about how ADHD isn't often detected in girls when they're younger and why many women often learn as adults that they have ADHD. And I want to say this, this is not the fault of the teachers. Teachers today have a myriad of challenges to deal with in the classroom. They may have students with anxiety, depression, learning disabilities, language barriers, or medical needs. And there's still a huge misconception that those with ADHD present as externally hyper. The typical example of a person with ADHD is a young boy who interrupts, is hyperactive, and can't focus. And it's difficult enough for elementary teachers to identify kids who may have learning challenges at the beginning of the school year. And those with ADHD? That's hard to detect until about halfway through the year. Why is this? At the beginning of the school year, everything is new and shiny. Kids have new teachers, new routines, new classrooms. But about halfway through the year, everything is no longer new and shiny. These kiddos are no longer stimulated by the newness of it all and start to seek stimulation. This may involve acting up or hamming it up in class, or in many girls, tuning out and daydreaming. And this often occurs after the winter break, and the change in students' behaviors is blamed on the kiddos having to get back into routine. I wasn't diagnosed as a kid. I was a daydreamer, but I didn't have academic problems. In contrast, I was a great student with a thirst for knowledge and innate curiosity. I was also a people pleaser. And contrary to popular belief, ADHD is not related to intelligence, school performance, or level of success. You can be a good student and still have a diagnosis of ADHD. I was able to mask my ADHD, but at great effort by finding workarounds. And one of the common things specialists look at when evaluating someone for ADHD is their grades as children. The notion that ADHD must be correlated with poor grades is astounding as is the idea that it's the students who interrupt the class and can't focus that are most likely to have ADHD. In reality, those of us who tended to be more internally hyper were missed because we did our work, we got good grades, and we didn't cause a disruption. But we were exhausted from trying to keep up in a world where we felt everything seemed so easy for everyone else. Maybe a simple math problem might take three times as long for us as others, because our minds wandered off completing the equation and we forgot which step we were on. Or maybe we messed up chemistry projects because we skimmed the instructions rather than read them. Or maybe, like me, we could hammer out an A-plus essay in 30 minutes because we were interested in the assignment and hyper-focused. This all-or-nothing approach to school is a telltale sign of ADHD. I was great at essays but terrible at exams when I had to rely on my memory for the answers. I might know the answers, but would blank out on the word despite hours of studying. To this day, I am terrible at memorizing things, yet I know the material and can demonstrate it through writing. Dr. Ellen Littman, author of Understanding Girls with ADHD, explains the underdiagnosis of girls of being very different from how boys present with ADHD. Girls tend to be internally hyper, boys externally hyper. And during puberty, when estrogen increases for girls, symptoms increase. Yet, the DSM guidelines still refer to symptoms of ADHD needing to have appeared by age 7. 
but often the girls are able to manage these symptoms until estrogen levels increase and executive functioning requirements increase far later than age seven. So even if girls are externally hyper, they're less likely to receive a diagnosis. They may be struggling as much as their male counterparts with ADHD, but internalize their struggles, feeling like failures for their challenges, organizing and remaining focused, and develop depression or anxiety. So the girls who are the good students, the quiet ones, the people pleasers, the ones who are hard on themselves for mistakes and struggle in some areas just by incredible effort, check up on them. Until next time, this is Robin and this is Living Life Squirrel, a podcast about how ADHD is more than a list of symptoms. If you have an idea, question, or comment, please write to me at livinglifesquirrel at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.